Welcome back, episode 11 of the Fun Uncle Podcast. Uh, I am your Fun Uncle Jude, uh, joined by your Fun Uncle Brandon. Hey, And your Fun Uncle Ty. Hey, hey. Um, this is our second attempt at recording an episode. Uh, we recorded actually on Thanksgiving, but the audio was shit, so uh, couldn't really edit much without it being super short. We trashed that shit, son. It's gone. And, yeah, and the and the conversations like awkwardly paced and so I figured, fuck it, we'll just find a day where we can Right, my wife was there. Do it over. <laughs> yeah. Well that not only that, but like I wanted to have Jovi and Lizzie on the podcast. But like listening to it like it didn't feel like it at the time, but just listening to it back, um Cringy, almost not cringy, like you know, like with, with like with with us together or with uh, with Brian, fucking like Brian. it's just like it just feels like a conversation that we'd be having anyway. There's just a fucking microphone plugged in, right? Like with Lizzie and Jovi on. I mean, no, no offense, girls, but it felt like I was interviewing them. I liked it. Yeah, no, it was cool, and we, there was some fun conversation. That I mean, it's deleted now, so fuck it. Um We'll have them back on, you know. I'd like I'd like to get uh, Lindsay on too. Um, we'll definitely have like a like a family episode or whatever. Luke will excuse herself in like five minutes. No, she'll like say something and okay, I'm done. Go in here. That's funny. That's just what I picture. What we got going on today? What's happening? Oh well, okay. So one thing that I did want to get off my chest like right away. Um. Uh, I've been doing a lot of interviews at work. Um, I interviewed this kid today. And if if you happen to find this podcast and you know I'm talking about you, I'm sorry. I already forgot your name. That's how unmemorable your interview was. <laughs> um, but what irks me, especially as someone who was interviewing someone for a job that they say they want. Uh, what irks me is when people just don't have the capability to communicate. Your bum glove. Like, what I mean by that is he was so quiet and, like, I get the fact he was nervous and I could tell he was nervous because I kept seeing him do, like, the dry swallow you know poor bastard yeah be nice man <laughs> i was nice were you though i was okay um i mean the whole time i was thinking there's no fucking way i'd hire you <laughs> <laughs> but um is it front of the house sort of stuff does he gotta be beaming with fucking personality why is he gotta... yeah you know because you have to be fucking approachable like if i, I if i'm trying to coax conversation from you or i'm asking you questions about your experience I need you to communicate like another human being. Like, just fucking talk. And, like, when you do talk, make sure I can fucking hear you. Like, if I have, like, even if I have to casually lean in and just so I can pay closer attention, keep in mind, like, I have an earpiece on my ear so I can hear, like, the rest of the crew um, talking out loud, you know, like people do. Um, but he was just so fucking quiet and so boring and Aww. like his his 
his current position is um, with with another retail company uh, in sales. And I'm like, how, how the is fuck? That possible? Yeah, like who the fuck hired you? Like, was it your homie? Like, is it like is it your uncle's store? Because I don't get how somebody could hire that kid for a sales position when he can't even fucking talk. And I'm talking like, oh, so like, tell me uh, what you would, what uh, you would critique about yourself. Oh well, uh, I think it's like I need you to fucking use Pull your together, bro. I need take you a second, take to a breath. use your big boy voice and talk to me, like. Wow me with your answers. Like, I don't care if you've only ever had one job working for McDonald's. Like, I, that, like that doesn't matter. I can train you to be great. I've done more with less. But I at least need you to sound like you're a living person. Yeah. yeah like, so, it, it's it's the same thing. We talked about, like, in one of our first couple episodes is um, how some people are, it's almost like they're made to fear other people. Like, unless it's your, you know, like, immediate family, you know, like, that's, like, your trust circle. Anything outside. Yeah, anything outside is, is like, you know, you keep to yourself, you don't cause trouble, you don't ask questions. And, like, that's what it felt like this kid, like, probably... He was afraid to engage? Yeah, and like... I fucking love interviews, dude. That's when I shine. It's when I start working where everyone's like, this fucking guy's a phony. Yeah. (laughs) They put it together. During the interview, though, It's when you're supposed to shine. amazing. You know, like, I've interviewed people uh, with fucking degrees and tons of experience. And it's like, I'm looking at their resume and, and you're like, fuck, like I should be working for you. Um, but if they have a shit personality, yep. who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? Cause then I know like, yeah, you have all these accolades, but you kind of just coasted your way there. Didn't you? Like you didn't actually, you know, go out and grab the brass ring. You did just enough to get noticed and managed to move yourself up a ladder. But yeah, it, that's one of my pet peeves. As someone in charge who can fucking give you a job, um, be you, even if it's turned up to 11 because you're normally at a four, you know, just get noticed. That's funny because you're talking, when we're talking about Fun Uncle in general, we'd like it to be putting these little uh, like mini conventions together with the viewing of little videos and putting together packets for kids who might be looking for you know, a fun uncle situation. We wanted to put together like workshops and stuff like that where it'd be kind of nice to get kids or um, like dude said, there's a, there's a, there's an angle of people where they're afraid. Like you said, not to ask questions, not to, and then there's some folks who just never had any sort of like leadership at all where no one even told them how to like, I was just gonna run say, that moment. There's that no guy one there. Described sounded like 
somebody who just didn't have their dad in their life. You know yeah, I mean? dude. Like, and that dad. Sounds, you learned your ways of how to deal with other men through a woman, which is being docile, keeping your voice low, you know, head down, not looking at them, all that mess. Like, that's all stuff that women do, right? And, boy, and more and more, the, the epidemic that we're having is, is that people don't have their fathers. Women think they can raise their kids without them. Fathers are bailing, whatever. We just have a lot of these dudes now that are basically they're not gay no, yeah. they've just raised by their mama and they don't know how to look a man in the no, eye there like there is a fascinating uh, little quote that went around with a little bit when all the, the, the like that gillette commercial came out and like the whole idea oh, yeah. of toxic masculinity and you know that that whole outrage for a little bit and it was something along the lines i'm going to butcher the numbers but you'll get the point is uh like some 60% of kids come from single mothers 90% of elementary school teachers are women. And like, So maybe this generation's problem isn't toxic masculinity, but maybe the lack of masculinity. Because if you look at it, there's an overwhelming percentage of these last few generations that the are primarily, primarily raised by women. And it's yeah. like, dude, I get it. But again, back to the, the pros of this kind of masculinity is the stuff we like to do in these... Uh, like, you know, fun uncle sort of workshops, part of these little meetings and little community conventions we'd like to have where you got to tell a boy it's important. Show up on time. Look him in the eye. Get over the weird stomach ache, that little holy shit moment. It's, the better you get at that, the older you get comfortable with the stomach ache and charging that fear, the more of a badass you're going to be at everything you do. And it starts with the little shit. Firm handshake, eye contact, all the shit I remember kids like making fun of their grandpa for instilling in them. If Do you, you remember that little yeah. angle where, if, if you, oh, okay, dad, you want to slap that kid and be like, hey, no, it's not okay. This is how shit works. You want to be taken serious? Show the fuck up. Grab his hand. You know, look him in the face. Like, like it's, it's, it's real, man. It's, stuff is real. It's different now, like because you know when when um, he came. Uh, when he came in, like I couldn't shake his hand because of you know, oh COVID yeah, good call and everything. Shit. But <laughs> if you fuck, if you give me a lame ass fucking handshake, that is a surefire way for me to immediately lose respect for you. It's weird. Like as a dad, any boyfriend of Bobby's in the future who tries to come around the house and become official, those things are so. It's an easy three piece. Beyond the time that you said, look me in the face when you're talking to me. And shake everybody's hand, dude. Go around the room. Make an entrance. What were we just watching that fucking kid? He's like a famous thing. I was... How old am I? I'm fucking 35. And I was watching this high school kid, this little compilation of this kid who walks into class every day. Oh, yeah. Morning, y'all. Morning, y'all. It's like a five-minute compilation yeah, of this that. kid. You sent me that. Just what? I was like, why? I'm fucking jealous of this kid. I'm an old man, couple of kids on my own. And this little guy who's walking into his little fucking bio class. Morning, y'all. Morning every day making a mark and it's positive like it's dude can we get some more of that right because then like all the other kids are like oh shit Marcus is here it's a thing yeah. I think that's another button thing sorry sidebar the can we get some more of that there should be, you should have a there should be a button sound yeah sound bite button you don't fucking, have to do it like uncle branded this. fucking soundboard. Like, Kramer yeah. has fun with that shit, bro. Like, he just fucking... <gasps> like, he goes yeah. crazy. Like, I think he's on drugs. I actually, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Go back to what you have to talk about. Kramer does, man. We'll talk about fucking... No, I'm serious, dude. Like, Kramer... Is, he might. 
I do. He he his behavior. He's the mad money is guy. That of, yeah, of someone, he's gnarly. Of someone who's on cocaine, like he his behavior or passionate. I'm not gonna get into it too quickly. But fuck, dude, you're fifty <laughs> something years old, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he still how, gets that boost, and bro. He's, he he behaves like he's fifteen. It's like, yeah, and it's not. And that's the it's goal, just, motherfucker. And everybody says it's not just TV. The dude is just fucking amped like that. I'm like, oh, if you're permanently amped past fifty. Because I was birthed with a whole bunch of energy, you know what I mean? And, and I'm, you know, pushing up a, an age, and it's like it's starting to taper off. But this guy, it's like, it's turned He's up. still all day. The whole fucking time. It's yeah. like, even to the point where you can't understand him sometimes. Just like, angrily shouting the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, that, that was a sidebar. Yeah, we were talking about you know, like, uh, faggot-ass motherfuckers. That's what we were talking about, right? But, <laughs> see, can you say that? Am I gonna, Hell no. Nah. Will a drone come shoot me down Dude, right no. now if I say no. that? But that's what's okay. kind of nice about... I mean, we don't have, like, fucking money or anything, like, no, no, no but no one's against. gonna fire us over this podcast. <laughs> no right. one's losing their livelihood you know, over no, this fucking conversation. But, you know, no offense to homosexuals, you know, but, like, guy, you know, it's like, guys don't... Other men don't like when somebody's ultra soft, as you were saying. But in the same breath, I've had it where, like, I have a daughter, and she was of dating age. And the dude was too aggressive. Shook my hand too hard. Like, almost trying to, like... Yeah. I'm winning. Hold up. I don't know what what to do with that. I might enjoy that a little bit, because ultimately, he's not going to win. It's up to you. So maybe just that. It's one of those, like... No, when they're they have an advantage on you when when we when you're the, when you're the older Here's, one, okay, that's over the age, and they're the underage. They can do anything they want. Here's here's the thing you can though, fucking try. and like and, and and this question is for both of you. Ugh. Like we we've all met a dad or some sort of you know father figure in a girl's life, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so cool. have I know you guys because I have had that thought in your head where it's like, I'm going to get this fucking handshake. You know? Like, I'm going to let Did him shake know. shake my dad's hand? Like, I'm going to let him know that I'm the man and he should feel like his daughter is safe with me. I'm earning this sleepover. <laughs> but you, you have, like, a five-second walk-up where you kind of do this ocular pat-down of the man and... He'll either get up from the couch and he's a big fucking lineman looking motherfucker, and you're like, mm, maybe not. I'm not uh, as confident as yeah. I was. Or he's like this fucking scrawny, fucking glasses and newspaper kind of guy. Well, you're like, oh yeah, it's a, got it, got it, yeah. Like I know you guys have done that, right? I've had all shapes and sizes of dads actually in, in my experience. Uh, there was once a, a girl who her father was an ex raider. And he's a bodyguard today for like, you know, or that's what he was doing at that time. But honestly, he was the least uh, imposing of like all the fathers that I've That's how it is, dog. When a guy can actually pull it off, they don't need to do 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 the extras. Yeah, Yeah. big guys have spent their life not wanting to hurt anyone. Yeah, not only that, but like even just accidentally bumping into someone, someone's really hurt. They've been doing that since since they were five. You know what I mean? So I, they I get just, to a point where they're like, "Yeah, I don't want to fucking hurt anyone." I also think, like, <laughs> I also think, like, big guys like that kind of grow up having to have like a big personality. Some you know, of them, yeah. like not wanting to be like the scary big guy, but want yeah. to be like yeah. the fucking dope ass, you know, fun big guy. 
Johnny's a teddy bear. Yeah, that, 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 that we just see Johnny beat the fuck happens. out of people. <laughs> that's how to, that's how big teddy bear happens. Is a guy who's who's always hurt people, whether trying to or not, and just doesn't want to. He be, doesn't want to be Lenny. Doesn't Lenny. want everybody to fucking My be scared man. of him. He's like, when I walk into a room, the whole room's scared of me. So like, I, yeah. it just makes me feel like a big monster. So that's that's how you get a teddy bear, you know. But I've also had fathers that uh, you know you could tell genuinely loved their daughters and all that kind of stuff, but they were kind of the you know uh, the weaker, just hoping that I don't thrash things, hoping that I don't. It was weird. Like you can tell there's love, but there was fear, and that fear was bigger than the love, which totally boggles me. But that's 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 what went on with what I saw. And it wasn't a it wasn't a cultural thing. These are white, black, you know, Mexican dads. Like, it was weird. And then you have the little ones that were just like, "It's my fucking daughter. You better be fucking serious with her." Da 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 da. Try to have the talk. With have her, her home by ten. Try to have the talk. They see that was before eighteen. Uh, post, you know, being an adult, you know, men know you can't tell another man. You know, da 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 da. You can joke. You can kind of wag a finger. Hey, ten o'clock, guys, and you'll both of you, the daughter and you, will be like, yeah, <laughs> whatever, you know. But yeah, for the most part, um, I've been on both sides of that. You know, being the father now, that twice that's actually happened. A guy, uh, this dude Malachi, <laughs> he was very aggressive, right? And he's four, 15 years old. So he's thinking in his little no father having rabbit ass mind, I mean, he went the big man route, right? Which is which is natural for a boy, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm going to be the bigger guy. But see, I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, okay, he's 14. And yes, we're the same size. And yes, you know, like, I can beat the shit out of this little guy. He doesn't know anything. But he thinks he can. Naturally, you want to go, hey, you want to get out of the car and, like, see see what's really going on? But he has the advantage. He's a teenager. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to lose regardless of what's going on, you know what I mean? I can't grab him by the ear and walk, walk him out. I can't grab him by the I can't do anything. I, I literally, even though I know I have jabs and hooks and uppercuts for his ass... I have to just allow this. <laughs> like, it's it's totally up to my daughter. It's crazy. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, the, the takeaway of the uh, traditional man that would uh, step in there and be like, Hey, Malachi, look, you look at her or talk to her like that again, I'm probably going to beat you. Bro, Ray went to your fucking dad's house with, with fucking shotgun. shotguns, right. dog. No, what? Like, <laughs> like you, yeah, things My Our family's a fucking circus, bro. Little carnival. I was, in, I was in the center of some gnarly shit. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty much the. Our grandpa was a take no fucking prisoners man, bro. Like we can do a whole podcast about man fucking shit that Ray did, dude. I'll put up a fucking picture of him, right out of the Marines on his bike. It's like some Marlon Brando shit, bro. Like there's black and white pictures of him. I would put up on my wall even if it wasn't my grandpa. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like they're sick. Like they're album cover fucking pictures, dude. Like he's he did it. And we all got crazy grandpa fucking stories about oh, yeah. him walking up. He had fake badges he'd pull on motherfuckers, dude. Just, he pulled just, straps just, on his people. Is just well documented. Like, considering there's no fucking Facebook, there's no, like, logging. Yeah. Like, his was very well documented. He's got, like, Bo, Bo Jackson, like, like you know, you, everyone's got a Bo Jackson story. It's like everyone in the family has a Grandpa Ray story where it's like, oh, yeah, we seen him. 
fucking guy does not let it dog like cutting him in line any sort of like miss justice dude you know what i mean (laughs) like the dude was on some sheriff shit the whole time Straight no, up Wyatt Earp. He was straight up wrong, too, though. Oh, you know, yeah. Wyatt Earp was straight yeah, up wrong sometimes. Nice. He pulled some shit, too. That's why I always compare him to Wyatt Earp, because it's like, you talk to some people, amazing lawmen. You talk to some other people, and they're like, yo, man, that fool only got the fucking marshal so he can kill people in the street, like, you know? So, depending on your angle and your experience with him, it just depends. But, yeah, I always think of Grandpa as, like, on some Wyatt Earp shit. I seen him do some Justice League stuff, and then I seen him do some shit where you're just like, "Damn, dog, it's not necessary." You know, um, before this, you guys were talking about art, Ugh. or the lack of lack of, yeah. And it's funny because like there's like these uh, like different people. Um, I'm always fucking mentioning TikTok. I, it's it's your thing. It's my thing. Like at, at night, okay. like I'm I'm over like all the fucking political shit. Like people fucking not wearing masks and people confronting other people across the line and you know this and that. Like now it's just uh, funny shit, cute animals, like that kind of thing. <laughs> it's back to OG YouTube. Yeah. And uh, but a lot of it, like people are fucking creative. And uh, there's quite a few, I hate to fucking use this word, but TikTokers um, that make a fuck ton of money by just attaching like a canvas board to a drill, just squirting some shit and spinning it. And like, that's everybody had that craft. That, that uh, one fun-ass day in art back in the day when they'd break out all this fucking shit. And it's like people are paying them for fucking like these art commissions. It's like you can fucking squirt fucking brown, black, and gray on a fucking canvas and spin it too. Like it, it, there's no fucking, there's no talent to it. Like there's no, you know, the, the guy doesn't have a good stroke. You know, it's just... He squirts some fucking paint on the canvas, and it gets spun by a drill. So I moved. I moved a chick in uh, Newport Beach. I, I used to be a mover a couple years ago, and uh, we moved this really wealthy girl and her father. Right, and you know when you're a mover, you're moving people shit around. You can kind of figure out what they do for a living. You know what I mean? And we could see she had these business cards as an artist. Right, so she comes out. She's a pretty girl. You know, Newport Beach, you know, they got money. Um, but she's an artist, right? <laughs> I love that attitude. Yeah. She's, she's, she, her name is Allison Good, right? It'll give her a little bit of props. Her name is Allison Good. Get However, it, you look at her, uh, her body of work, and it was what he's describing. It was just glitter squirted on stuff. But this girl would go to these big time shows, these festivals, you know, with the, with, on the strength of her dad's money and become this super fucking artist, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it really is the epitome of what we were just talking about. Like, it's somebody that's not an artist, doesn't want to work for real like her dad did, wants to do something uh, different, and, you know, wants to make money another way. Uh, she has the privilege of doing so. So, like, when something goes wrong, like, let's say your art, your horrible art doesn't sell for a year. 
you can camp it that yeah. it's going to be okay there's no repercussions right. for your right. failure <laughs> exactly so what we're going to end up with is only pe- only art we're going to have are people that have the privilege to do so or will for instance who is talented but throw Will in, in, in like Inglewood with no house, no money, no nothing, and now be an artist. You're not going to be an artist anymore. All the good artists, if you're really good, it's, it's such a rarity that you get found in the first place because you don't have the resources to get yourself out. Not networking with the right folks. And, you know, or, or you guys have seen this, whether rich or poor, someone who's really an artist they're, they have problems, like they have social issues, yeah. they can't communicate like everybody, but they're so good at what they're doing, you've got to kind of have, where you have to stop, but as soon as you realize, okay, this person can't market himself, you walk away. Everyone does it, you see it on the promenade, you see it at, at, the, at the fucking downtown over here. There's, there's people on downtown, that talent-wise, that, that are killing the talent in the music industry. I just walk. I, I used to walk. You were there. I used yeah. to walk up and down that shit every day. Every day, I'd see the same guy. Wow, he's playing something completely different today, at, on a different timbre, and it's dope. Just like it was yesterday. This guy should be making millions of dollars in the modern Motown or whatever. You know what I mean? But he's not. He's on the. He's on the strip. There's something wrong with him. When you tell him, "Hey, that's dope," he's just like <laughs> he doesn't even respond to you. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's. That's that's someone who's really a fucking artist because they're kind of dumb enough to keep focusing all that fucking attention (laughs) into that craft and just saying, fuck the money. And I hate to say dumb enough. They might have some reason why they don't want to or whatever. But most of those people are highly talented, but there's some kind of dysfunction that doesn't let them each day they can't put the cheese on. You know, they, they can't put the cheese on like Allison Good. She can put the cheese on because she's got the the backing and she's got the personality. Yeah, she's a good looking girl. So she can tell you what art is. I have money. Look at me. I can tell you. It doesn't (laughs) matter what's here. You know, it doesn't matter that my art's not good or blah, 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 blah. Like that's that's what art is going to turn into in America is a whole bunch of that. It's crazy that the projection of like information or art or fucking... Yeah, yeah, information or art. The projection is almost more important than the content now. How creepy is that? Like, if you would have got with some like founding fathers era geniuses, some enlightenment cats, and like real, they would have been like, dude, I don't care. I don't care how good. (laughs) Yeah, he sounds amazing. It's absolute nonsense. Christopher Hitchens is a great example of that, dude. Greatest orator, love his books, funny as fuck. I can listen to him talk for days. But if you take some of his truth claims and some of his positions and you ring it through like rigid philosophy and reason, it's a bunch of fucking nonsense. It, it, but you see the following he has and you're like, oh, so this is more about the projection and the aesthetic yeah. than the actual content. This is crazy. Especially when we're talking about avenues of thought that should be driven strictly by content. dude. We're talking about theology, politics, like these things should be strictly about the information but if you box it up nice everybody high fives you like you just dominated the day and it's like you didn't make any fucking sense back there you see that too with uh with music like because you'll see a fucking kid with like a little you know 30 second clip or whatever and he's 
in a fucking Escalade that's not his or some fucking expensive car that's not his. Like, it's just rented for the fucking evening or whatever the fuck. It's the Instagram influencer. And, yeah. And like, and, like, kids are like, I don't know who this guy is, but he must be somebody. I mean, he's got a fucking Ferrari. Yeah. You know? Listen to him. He's I've heard Rogan bitch about that, where there's so many guys doing, like, high-end influencing and, you know, thousands upon thousands influencer of Influencer is not a job. It is now. Like, though. if you want to be an influencer, get into fucking marketing or advertising. <laughs> Those old avenues are dying, bro. It's a whole new world. The um, It's bullshit, because... But I get it, dude, because, you know, I wanted to be a bit of, like, an influencer when it came to... Uh, the things that I'm into, and I never had any sort of courage okay, to really jump into it because I don't have like a resume worth a damn. There's a difference though. There's is being, there? the, yes, because there there's the influencers who are basically pitchmen for a product, person, or you know whatever. But there's also the people who are only influencers because she's hot as fuck. He's got a fucking great abs. Or whatever. So, it's not so much that they're influencing. People will just buy their bullshit because they become fucking fans of them. Hot girl at the register. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm always going to give that chick a good tip because her fucking titties are out. (laughs) I gotcha. No, the... the, uh... What's it called? He brought up, uh, like, Gary Vee's, like, an influencer. But it's like, yeah, that guy fucking turned his little... Dad's wine shop into you know he brought it into the dot com era and started his wine library Love and Gary started Lee. it, bro. Like the guy, the things he talks about, the dude is done. You know my favorite thing he does is when he posts a fucking video of him from like nineteen ninety nine talking about hey man you guys should get involved in this social media and you guys should get involved in this is it and then you look back at it and you're like bro this guy's fucking batting a thousand bro I'm like I I don't have I don't have. My pre-influencer life is full of fucking heroin, not a lot of jobs, a lot of bullshitting around, and a shit ton of reading that's not verified. (laughs) So it's like, if I'm trying to be like, here's what I think about this, who the fuck would take a second and go, you know what, we should give this guy a piece of our time. He seems to be so qualified. It's crazy. And I think there's a ton of people who don't have the kind of like, the consciousness where I'm like, I don't know, I'm not going to be that guy. But there's people who don't have that little mental barricade and they just jump straight in the deep end like, yep. I'm going to teach people what life's about. Yeah. It's like, but you haven't done any life, bro. What the fuck are you doing? That's what trips me out is that there's a million of those. A million of people who haven't done shit telling people how to do shit. It's like, yes, wow, this is fucking that, crazy. That describes a millennial. That That's the, that's the, the core... Uh, description when you ask an older person and they're dealing with an adult millennial that's what that's the main complaint that's the chief complaint is that this guy hasn't been anywhere ever but he's gonna tell me who yeah. has how life is whether it's a son to a father just 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 guys in the street the barber shop like every millennial wants to tell you how things are it's crazy. Like, no, we didn't do that. Our generation didn't do that. Absolutely not. You know, the generation before us didn't do that. It was always kind of known. Actually, throughout human history, 
It's just respect your elders. You, it doesn't even matter if you're smarter than your elder. You don't you be trying to. Keep to that shit you shut. don't be trying well, to tell honor him your father how was go. A, You know, the Bible was still some shit back it's in a, those in days. In the caveman era, when there was no such thing as any of that, you know what I mean? It, it was like, yeah, he's been in more fights with pumas than me. I'm probably just gonna shut up and listen to what go? he's got to say. Dude, Where did that intellectual for, entitlement? This is come a new from? outrage. Of, of dude, it came from rap, bro. Rap music, I feel well, like. Well, I have a trickle. I have a historical ideal about post World War II. It gets real nihilistic because people seen some horrific shit, mm. and they're like, "Well, turns out I think that life is nonsense. There can't be anything. All the objective morality went out the window." Very nihilistic kind of philosophy takes over post World War II. It trickles into the '60s countercultural and anti-authoritarian youth and those kids those guys had kids and those guys had kids and now we're what three generations removed after this countercultural revolution it's so weird because when i was a kid you, you know woodstock the doors the poetry the sex the drugs and i was like man good thing this happened now i'm an old man with a kid and i look at like the historical like societal ramifications of this sexual rock and roll revolution and it's like Pretty detrimental. Pretty detrimental. I got friends that give me shit about that because it's like a super conservative asshole view. All of them don't have kids. You're kind of right about that, dude. Mondo, my buddy, just he just had a kid. I was like, give it, give it, give a second, dog. (laughs) Give it a second, brother. Ten years, bro. I I was living in the middle of that, like the bohemian fucking cool guy shit. Trying to be a musician who, by just nature, if I'm roaming the earth and my tag is, yeah, I do music. That's what I did for like 10 years. I'm automatically in this new era of people that are different and changing. You're plugged into artistry. But at the same time, I have kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think like that at all. There's a bit of an anchor in that fucking dirt. It was a huge misconception that like I was super down to destroy the earth with you and it was like yeah and I, oh i'm gonna destroy the earth while saying i'm saving it like that i was like no that's 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 i can't do that i think about things like this or let's go do this um pretty much dude like you like people don't don't really get that they're 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 destroying it it's been like you were saying earlier it's a big ass cycle of things that keep coming and going. It's kind of like Ecclesiastes, too. Like, it's just... Everything just comes and goes. It's meaningless. That's it's his point stupid. of Ecclesiastes. Right. This whole thing's a bunch of right. bullshit. There's only one thing that matters. Yeah. Like, what you guys see in seasons that come and go... Like, I see this in generations. Is what, you know, I think God is trying to say there. You know what I mean? Is that I, I see entire generations. And this is why you guys are so silly. Because there's no way... You can see this because you're living in it, but generation after generation, you guys only see seasons for you know four times in a year. Things change around. Uh, I'm talking like four thousand years. I've seen things flip over and turn around, but everybody thinks they know everything. You know that that that's going to be interesting when when millennials get. Um, I mean, they're already political, but when they get old enough. And they're starting to get voted in the office and things like that. It's going to be interesting the kind of bills and the kind of shit they come forward with. Dog, look you at girl, I mean? look like, at AOC. Like, there's already a good little chunk of them that promote 
kind of shit where it's like, yeah, no, that's a great idea. But like, have you ever like thought of the math behind some of this idea? Have you, there's so many variables that they don't consider when they just put together their general thesis. Here's what needs to happen. Here's what I'm pre- Here's what I need done. And it's like, there's, well, that's a cool sentence. You know, but let, let's parse that out real it's, quick. It's like those people, and I've, I, I used to work with this guy when I was in sales who he, he liked to boast that he always came up with great ideas. It's like, so he would come up with something, right? He'd Kobe you, like Kobe, so, like every time yeah. he had one. And so, like, it's like, okay. I see what you mean. Like, I see your vision. How do we get there? Well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like, just an idea. Yeah. yeah. That's like saying... I'm a big picture guy. Fuck. Yeah. It's like saying, you know, like, hey, guys, this year, we're fucking winning the Super Bowl. Cool story, yeah. coach. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you got to fucking play the games. Right. You know? But, so, and AOC, like, She's kind of like one of those people to me where, again, like like, like you mentioned, you know, people like to uh, say like, oh, we should be doing this and this and this. I'm like, yes, it all sounds good on paper, but how do you get there? Yeah, I've had, I've, uh, with Liz, Carla, her and fucking her dude fucking put this on every now and What up, Hector? The, um... Hi, Carla. I remember when I first brought up, uh, I had like a little bit. I love talking politics with her because me and her agree on fucking zero. But I know her as a person. I've done life with her. So I know anything that comes out of her mouth isn't worth me being like, that's it. She's never allowed in the house again. Like you've seen that kind of shit happen. And yeah. it's like, are you saying you fucking grew up with this fucking person, dude? So with that being said, I don't agree with nothing that bitch talks about. <laughs> and one of the initial conversations we had a couple of years ago about that was, uh, you know, she was real. Carla's pretty like pro feminist. She you know, she likes to see women empowered getting their fucking work done, and I'm down for that. But if the woman in power is saying ridiculous shit, I don't think we just put a blind eye and high five her simply because she's a woman who's done well in office or got to this political platform. She puts together the fucking gnarliest proposition of that Green New Deal is fucking bananas. And no, I don't think I think it's, it makes a lot of sense and it's really nice. It's like, dude, it's it's not though. Like I get it. I get what you mean. There's a in the very first episode of the return, the return episode of Roseanne, um Jackie the sister is super liberal and Roseanne comes off as like a trumper. And Jackie gives her little kind of economic position and then Roseanne says something that I think makes a lot of sense when it comes to like a liberal disposition regarding economics. And she goes, oh, Jackie, you know, you have a really big heart, but now we know you can't do math. And that's a real thing that makes a lot of sense to me where it's like you're getting it. But that's why it, all these kids that are real passionate about this and they have the bandwidth to put together different resources and listen to different thinkers on a topic and put all those things together and create like a, their own kind of mosaic view an educated, intelligent view. If they're really big on social, that kind of thing, I always tell them to put on like a Milton Friedman or a Thomas Sowell. Cause these, these are the guys who are coming from a completely different angle where it's all about like objective numbers and the reasoning, the history the, the, the historical context, the precedents, like how these things actually work in the real world beyond your your thesis, your paper. 
here's what we're going to do with a bunch of words. These guys actually all the way back to elders, you know, like this is why we listen Bro, to our elders. Thomas Sowell's ninety eight years old. This fucking guy grew up in fucking. He was born in Harlem in the fucking zeros. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was born in like the fucking twenties. He sat through the Harlem Renaissance. He sat through fucking civil rights. He's a fucking brilliant economist, an amazing social commentator. How many here has heard of uh, Thomas Sowell? Anybody in the room know who I'm talking about? A 19-year-old brilliant man. Black man, by the way, in case you want to drag all that in. This guy's fucking seen it all. He's monster. But you guys want to get your political commentary and your economic fucking ideals from fucking LeBron James and fucking actors and shit. It blows my mind that there's guys like Thomas Sowell running around in the world and we draw our information from entertainers. Dude, that look, fucks look, me look up a little bit. Dude, women are behaving... Like Kim Kardashian. Like, I watched that unfold. Like, that happened in my... I did, too. That I've happened, seen that. But I'm saying that happened in my prime. Like, I dated <laughs> in that. I had kids That's in funny. that. Like, I, I saw women change from 90s women who still kind of had the idea that I have to kind of be a woman, da 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 And it I still got to fold laundry. Exactly. It must have really fucked women up when they saw... This bitch can be a straight hoe, right? And become the wealthiest. And then her mom can jump in and leech. And it's obvious she's leeching. It's obvious there's no love. Like, you know what? Fuck that. And I think this made women say, I don't need... You I got know it. I mean? yeah, well, it's like, just another example of... If you talk to a lot of conservative kind of commentary guys about economics and what happened, um... The idea, and this comes up when people do commentary on the black community, because they talk about the welfare state. Like, what happened? What? Why is this such a fatherless situation? It's like, well, the government showed up and started cutting checks, and girls started spitting out that whole "I don't need no man" shit. Yeah, get out. And this is like the extra. Yeah. This is this is a magnified version of. See, they were right. We don't need no fucking man. It's like, dude, I feel you and I support you to an extent, but. Careful with that. Careful with that. I like Jordan Peterson shit when he's when they were talking about male privilege and just masculinity and uh, got to take down the patriarchy. And you know he 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 gets his views out really really well. Really really great communicator. So he doesn't get caught in any uh, controversies. You know what I mean. He parses it out. He, he gives it all the nuance so you don't have to fucking put words in his mouth but sometimes he gets really loose and he'll let it slip out in public things along the lines of who the fuck do you think keeps this fucking world running all these the electrical grids these social structures the, all these different things that keep this world this modern civilization that you're living off the fruits of males boys bullshit nah, nah. who the fuck do you think makes this shit go round it's like so, table that thought and then a take it back to what we're talking about. Do. You're out of your fucking mind yeah, with that, that shit, I, dude. I didn't say it. I'm just saying your average I, And I'm not even trying say... to be like fucking chauvinistic or whatever. I'm just trying to be like fair. What it's like, hold on. Hold on, no, dude. No, it's been overdone, bro. It's been it's way It's fucking overdone. crazy. And it's so unfortunate, dude. Yeah. It's, it's actually, if you look at it like this, too. You know how like throughout history... Everybody was kind of wanting sons when they got their woman pregnant. 
You pray for a sun. Takes the name. Everybody you can wants pick a sun. up heavier the shit. Sun, yes, the sun is the the, the first yeah. sun is the fair. That's the that one has slowly shifted over to the daughter. Yeah, like honestly, even with my kids, my yeah. daughter Rain has gotten more thought, time, and attention than my son. And I I don't say it's because I love them any different. I think it's because societally, I was influenced that your daughter needs more attention. And historically, that's always been kind of the 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 opposite. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the boy gets all the attention. Teach him how to fucking shoot a bow and arrow right now. Yeah. Teach him how to do this, and he's learning how to do that. Da, da, da. This is who's going to take care of us when we're old and camped, and that's why. You know what I mean? But yeah. now that's getting switched over to women. It's so, crazy that we do that. That we'll we'll start changing these things in the face of like any historical precedents. Like Joe Rogan says something that I've heard him say a bunch of times. And in my mind, I'm like, gosh, that's such a weird perspective. He says, you know, he, he wants to be a good dad and he wants to do well for his daughters. And he wants to, you know, he's a fucking millionaire. He's, he's, he's a one percenter, one percenter. He's, his kids don't want for nothing, but he's worried about that. Cause he thinks that unless you grow up a little fucked up, that you're not going to be interesting or motivated. He goes, some of the most funniest, some of the most interesting people I know are a fucking mess. And like, I don't want to keep that away from my kids. And in my mind, I go, bro, you're sitting in a room of a bunch of fucked up people that made it. But you're talking about a very tiny percent. If you give that same set of uh, attributes, those growing up stories to the... It's like a Doug Stanhope. He's crazy fucking... If you give that same upbringing to a hundred people, 99 of those kids are fucked up. But you're you're in a room full of elite people all day. You're in a room full of elite fighters all day. You're in a room full of elite comedy uh, comedians all day. You're in, you're in a room full of elite thinkers and people all day. So when you put together this idea that well, all these elite people are like that because they're fucked up, it's like, dude, careful with that. Because most people that grew up fucked up they are did. fucked up, man. They're fucked up. They're, they're still fucked up. They're dead. Yeah, you just happen to be in a room with a bunch of killers, which is fucking dope. And that's why a lot of people want to be like Joe, because he's always in the room with the best... What are you into? Hunting? He's in the room with the best hunters. You like a bu- you like thinking? You like literature? He's in the game with them. High-end politicians? He's always in the room with all these high-end people, but he talks about it like they got there off of like... Their discouragement and their fucked up childhood. It's like, dude, careful with that. And I see a lot of that kind of like mismatching a historical precedence. Because I think of like upbringing. Think of like elite people 100, 200 years ago. They're getting super prepped. So when he talks about like ultra successful people. These, I think of like the hierarchies of old school parliament days. Those kind of things where... These kids are prepped from an early fucking age, bro. They're they're taking high-end classes when they're little kids. They're traveling to different lands to learn these certain things. Like, take, like, an Alexander the Great or, like, even uh, Francis Bacon. You know what I mean? Like, go that that about the earliest I'll get with that sort of thing. But... They weren't super. They weren't super successful because they had fucked up childhoods and they had to gain this personality and this character and this drive. Most successful people are successful because they're primed, yeah. and they're trained, and they're organized and shepherded to be well, to do well at stuff. And he puts out to ten million people a couple times a week. 
you know, this idea that, you know, hey, grow up a little fucked up. It'll be better for you in the long run. Bro, I think that is shit advice. <laughs> That's terrible advice. It's, Miley it's, Cyrus it's, said it's, something it's similar once. That's funny. Today, we're, we're just like dancing around the same. It's like this, the, yeah. the subjects are kind of like. Like what you just said right there, that's pretty much the example of like, you know, art going to shit. You know what I mean? And why we just explained why it does with what you're saying. Um, You know, kids uh, that grow up super privileged. Yeah, you do lose a little bit of like down home, broke as fuck resourcefulness. You're not going to have that in your game. And that's what it is about the guy that does make it to the boardroom that came from nothing, he has funny little ways he does stuff. Yeah. And the, and the wealthy He's kids... He's a little that, eclectic. Yeah, the wealthy kids that, 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 that you know... They're the, squares. They're, that are there with them are kind of like, God, I wish I could wear socks like he does. Right. You know what I mean? And then they get a little jealous of him. You know what I mean? And that's why that's somebody... That's tension. That's where somebody might say something idiotic like, you know... Let's let's purposely screw up our kids so that they have a little bit. I kind of want my kids like, to no, be a little you, fucked up no, so they have. It's like, no. bro, that's crazy. It builds talk. character. Yeah, no, you're no, a you know, fucking you moron. Fucking a character. I, I want some some backing for what I'm doing. You I've know been I mean? shitting like, on traditional fucking ideas. Like, like, just what was the other one I was laughing about? Don't judge a book by its cover. Bullshit. <laughs> That's literally, that's literally how you judge a book. Bullshit. Dude. Do you, guys, do you read the foreword? Listen, don't judge a book by its cover. Or, hey, guys, become a really good covered book judger. That's what I think the yeah. best advice is. Don't judge a book by its cover. Bullshit. Always judge a book by its fucking cover. Just be a really good judge. And also, in the back of your mind, no, you might be wrong. But ultimately... Totally judge a book by its fucking cover. You know how I many bitches got in cars on some don't judge a book by its cover shit? Like, do you know what I mean? You know how many terrible things have happened to people because they initially went in with a gut instinct that goes, well, this isn't a good idea. Well, don't say that just because he's poor. You know what I mean? Like, just little things where, no, don't, that's not okay to think that. Bullshit. It's fine to think that. In Trust fact, your instincts. It's better to think like that. It's kind of like dude on, on Game of Thrones. He's like, he's like, you're fat. He doesn't need anymore. You know, he's talking about his son. Uh, do you know what part I'm talking about? On no, I fucking watched that the show. Tarly goes home. The big, the big oh, dude. Oh, I love he takes fucking his, he takes Sam. His prostitute. Yeah, he takes his chick oh, back, yeah. and the dad like roasts him and fucks him everybody. Up. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. But he was saying <laughs> the dad was saying exactly what you're saying. Like, oh, I must. He's talking about the woman. Like, oh, I mistook you for a Molestown whore at first. You know, but you're a wildling, like directly to her face. You are beneath us. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of. And then the mom is all upset. Like, well, let's go in here. We can't hear this right now. Shit, let's go. Shit, shit. Yeah, like you're you're a fucking idiot. But the, the, the that father who was the villain of that scene, it's straight judging. Was <laughs> actually trying to pretend. Like, look, we raised you to ride a horse. To do this, you want to read books, you little faggot. Like you, that's you, funny. Like look at your brother. Look at him. He's got his chest out. He's eating his whole steak. He's not asking for more bread. Like these were, you know, these were concerns of humanity since the beginning of humanity. Basically, only, telling the son, "Don't be a bitch." I, and, and only in the last fifty years has it become where. Yeah, your son can just be kind of... He can be girly if he wants. So He can be this if he wants. No, no, no. A hundred years ago, it was kind of like, absolutely not. Get him... Yeah. You know, break that hand. If he does this, break it. I like, have... If he does this, <laughs> then, like, it, there's no... 
you know, if he walks funny, sways funny, make him walk all day like a man. Like, it was a very serious thing to not be flimsy. And it's, I'm not talking about gay. It's just you don't want to be looking flimsy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm not even and talking that, about, like, sexuality at all right now. I'm just talking about just an overall softness yeah, that's just I, kind I, of accepted. I, I actually have a theory, like... Those those guys that 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 you guys uh, are describing got that way through the fault of like the real men, because a real man gives birth to a son who also becomes a real man, and basically you you're okay with raising your son like your dad raised you. But eventually there is a disconnect where the son is like, and I speak from experience because with me and my dad never having the best relationship like at all when I was growing up, even like thinking back to when I was younger and every time like I would ask like, why is, you know, why is he like that? You know? The excuse I always got was, oh, well, that's just how his, that, that, that's how your grandpa was. That's how his dad was. Or, your grandpa never told his kids, especially his boys, that he loved them or hugged them or, you know, something like that. And it's like, there comes a time where, as a son, you're like, why the fuck not? Like, why can't I fucking hug my dad without, you know, being perceived that I'm not manly, you know, and I think it just because you know it kind of snowballs, yeah, to the point where now you have these fucking boys who are pretending to be men, and it's just the it, softer than fucking soft serve. Those <laughs> kids, there's a it's yeah. a it's a it's an unfortunate overreaction to. What you know, I'm not saying toxic masculinity doesn't exist. I just don't think masculinity in general is toxic. toxic. Yeah, there's a uh, there, but there, there, I think there was a, a unfortunate overreaction in the softness of a boy where you know, if the kid comes out and he's a little bit more feminine, he's you know, he's not tough, he, he, he'd rather read a book or fucking play video games than go play baseball or whatever the fuck, and the dad was getting all fired up about it. Um, I think those dads did. I think that is a mistake because there's masculinity that you can teach a boy about bravery, about self-defense. Yo, read a book. I don't need fucking Eli to be any sort of like tough guy, but he's not going to be... He's going to be a masculine gentleman. What was that thing? That violent gentleman. I remember the first time I saw those shirts a long time ago. I was like... I don't mind that. That actually makes a bunch of sense. And again, bring him up again. A Jordan Peterson thing where he goes, bro... It's like the the biblical uh, definition of like meek, where it's like, bro, it's talking about being like an absolute fucking savage. But you're just low key. But not doing it. But not doing it. No, that guy's a fucking monster. He's over there kissing his daughter, waving fucking at the other kids, putting on fucking makeup. That guy will eat your fucking heart, bro. Like, that is a man. Do you know what I mean? Like, he reads the room, he acts accordingly. When there's bullshit going on in the room, Again, Ray was like that, man. Ray will knock a motherfucker out if you cut him in line and it's not right. If it wasn't fair, you might get your ass kicked. Also, 
he's on the fucking, he's on all fours with the grandkids talking about fucking Bear Bear. And then, you know what I mean? Like he turned it down to like a comic level and he, he th- that goofiness was there. He wasn't well, always stoic and fucking scary. It's kind of like how you talked about Ed being the fucking cat thing with Bobby. Fuck him. I'm still mad about that, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he, we didn't get none of that cool shit. Well, we might have. I'm just being an asshole. I didn't. He he was cool. That's I love cool. you though, Papa. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate. And I'm, I'm I try to be really uh, cognizant. I guess I get conscious of uh, Eli and not trying to like force a personality or force attributes on that's him. That's how things are formed. That's how a person is forged. Like, even minus children, the Bible says, you know, metal sharpens metal. and, I and sharpens. Yeah. How does that happen if everyone's just quiet and allowing each other Letting to Letting it be, go down. Yeah, someone has to yeah. come and sharpen. No, yeah, so no, yeah, you no. Have to sharpen. Sharpen. I, well, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about sharpening something that's existing. What I'm trying to avoid is creating something that's not there. Yeah. Eli doesn't want to fucking skate at all. Bullshit. And I'm taking him out. You know what I mean? I seen dad. My dad was kind of like that where... He wasn't that gnarly about it, but like, if he he wanted to do an event that I didn't want to do, like, it didn't go well. If I'm into skateboarding and I'm like, and and he's coming at that active age and I'm like, hey, Girl Skateboards just came out with a brand new video. You want to go why? He's like, oh, I'm really into that. I'm not going to be like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to, okay. So, I mean, we've talked about it before. Just putting a smorgasbord of interest in front of him. And then sharpening that iron, that existing iron, whatever he's into, cultivate those interests. It doesn't have to be tough guy interests, but he's going to be a tough guy regardless of his interests. I'm not going to have a son who's not going to be a tough guy. You need to be tough. You need to protect the women around you. You need to provide for the people around you that can't do it for themselves. You have to do these man things. Now what if and he you, turns around and says... You know, but I was watching this thing and it said that, you know, like men don't have to be protectors anymore. And da 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 da. Like, I, you know, I can be, I actually, I, I, I identify as a, I, Bobby and her friends have more fun. It sounds more fun to be a girl. That's what a lot of boys are going to start doing. But, <laughs> you know, and I'm saying, I'm saying Eli, what? Oh my God. Let's uh, talk about that right after this word from our sponsor. So, Ty, you mentioned, like, what if Eli thought he it would be more identify. fun to be he wanted to ident- he, he, he saw Bobby playing <clears throat> and was like, it's more fun. It looks like it's more fun being a girl. I want to be a girl. Because society is making it where it's, it's that simple. They can decide one day and say, hey, I just want it cut off. And I want to have more fun like what Bobby's doing. It's not really fun with boys. It's, it's hard to be a boy. I don't want to be a fucking boy. That's... That's going to be a thing. <laughs> Not with Eli. I'm just saying, like, well, what do you do as a father if your son turns? You know this is wrong in your heart. But well, I think shepherding world... him silently and not, like, overt, like, not so obviously trying to set these boundaries. But, you know, Liz does a good job with that. You know, you ever notice that whenever anything like that? She goes, no, baby, you're a boy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she doesn't let that kind of stuff, like, slide around. Because she knows that the cultural landscape... If we just let those comments go untethered, you know what I mean? Like if we don't address the things that come out of their mouth like that, when those thoughts reach our ears and we don't address it, we know that there's a cultural current 
that can let that go to a space where he shows up one day and goes, Tommy told me about a clinic where I can get this, this, and this, and yeah. I want to be, and we're just like, that's where the fuck did all this come from? That's what I want for Christmas is... Yeah, see, but I, and I, yeah. I think we, 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 we poke and prod enough little data points in their head where, you know, we, you know, we let them know. And, and I think we're, we're fortunate where I think the lines are drawn mentally with them. Bobby's pretty fucking girly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't see... She I, can be tomboyish, but she is like... He's a girl, She's bro. a she super girl. She likes to be pretty. She yeah. likes to do her hair. She, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of really, really, really feminine quality. She's a tough little girl, but she's you know, she's girly, too. Um, Eli, I, 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 who the fuck knows, but yeah, we try to, you know, without pissing everybody off, we try to nip that kind of stuff in the butt pretty quick because, like, like we mentioned, dude, there's a cultural landscape that will let that thought run amok. That'll encourage and I'm not, it. Yeah, and I'm not, not even talking it, shit like, 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 on, like ideo- ideology. It, there's, there's enough clinical psychology and there, there's enough literature, scientific literature that will... You can present to a kid and be like, Look, there's a good chance you're going to change your mind about this. These are drastic measures. Let's just let it peter out. Let's give it some time. No, everybody says give it some time. Hopefully my kids are enough like my wife and myself where we are uh, critical. You know what I mean? Like we do, we do like to think things out. And hopefully presenting that kind of information will, you know, at least buffer any sort of instincts they have towards that kind of stuff if it ever does arise yeah it's a it's a slippery slope especially with uh with a young kid because you you do kind of want to like oh well it's probably just a fat or or something you but like encourage you, it because it doesn't want to go away or because no, you like, think it'll go like away? you don't you don't want to ignore it but you don't want to encourage it you're just kind of like well let's just let let's keep an eye on this let's table this for now Hmm. You know, like, like saying that thing, that sort of thing to the kid. Here, no, no, I want to do this, and you're like, oh, well, let's just fucking chill out. Yeah, or you know, like, like let's we'll 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 talk about it later. You know, and 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 see how you Parents feel. Can't press that button that often because kids get they they get used to the trend and go, oh, you're full of shit. Everything I want to do that's serious or has a little bit of. Anything clunky I bring up with you, it always comes down to, well, let, we'll talk about that later. I try not to pull those kind of cards out too much because I don't want them to think that's like just an authoritative position that I pull out every now and then to stop them from flourishing, whatever the fuck they they think they're up to, you know? That kind of stuff's important. What if Eli wants to identify as like a stegosaurus? Well, he was born that way. I will fucking lose my mind, bro. <laughs> he actually goes through a process where he like gets bones. That shit's happening, dog. There's fools who yeah. get their little fucking little cat whiskers yeah. and like, bro, where's he, it? He end? wants to be a stegosaurus. Look, they do this all tattoo that wants to look like a fucking lizard. <laughs> it's funny, dog. You can yeah. look up old fucking like 1800s pastors that get that get asked about fucking like uh, gay marriage. And they say some outlandish shit like, oh, well, we can't break that covenant and that taboo because once you crack the ice on that, pretty soon people are going to want to marry their goats and people are going to want to marry. And everyone went, you're out of your fucking mind. And then you fast forward 150 years and you're like, there's people trying to marry their cell phones, marry their pets. It's like, yo, man, maybe, 
Maybe don't shit on the church's position immediately because it turns out all their social criticisms that were absolutely crazy and tyrannical and bigoted, you fast forward it 100 years from that initial claim and you go, you know what? The repercussions they were talking about are actual. Maybe they're not fucking crazy. I'd like that kind of idea to get out into the world more. Anytime the church comes out with a position, everyone goes, that's bullshit Bible nonsense. It's like, well, have you ever looked at like the string of claims the last couple hundred years that they made socially about these sorts of things? Because <laughs> it turned out the way they said. Like, sorry, you know what I mean? Like, it, it happened. I don't know why you guys shit on the stuff so much or the position when they have a pretty decent historical record. Yeah, it's funny. As I'm, I'm, I'm looking up here, and there's a uh, there's a small American flag. Um, on this board, like right above us. And it says, Made in the USA. Woo! And uh, the first thing I, that popped in my head was, I can tell, because the stripes are crooked. That's fucking funny. And that used to not always be like that. If we were made in Mexico or China, that shit would be straight. Maybe. It just depends on how much money you pay for it. <laughs> There's American flags that are straight as shit. <sighs> would you ever have like a good one? Like a, like let's say you had a big property, right? A big front yard. Yeah. Would you have a fucking flagpole? Fuck yes, dude. Are you kidding me, dude? I love fucking flag. Oh, I want to get a big ass life. Chinese flag Fuck and just put me. it up in front of everybody and That's just see what happens. Hilarious. Like a, just put a big ass red and like real high on the pole, just like they just what this I can do what I want. This is America. Yeah. I like Tito. Remember Tito used to come out with the back to back flags. Yeah, the American and Mexican. I'll rock that. My wife is fucking straight like second generation fucking Mexican American dude. My uh, kids are half Mexican. I put a little. I mean, I'd be a dick and make it like half the size. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I have a giant almost, ass AMPM fucking American flag, and then just have a little elementary school Mexican flag under it. Right. And then, dude, I, like that's why we try to incorporate the German shit. You know, like the German cake, and then the roast, and the schnitzel, all that kind of stuff for like holiday meals. Like, I think it's okay to be proud of your shit, to find man. Some identity. Fuck. That's why all these people are getting all that 23andMe and doing Ancestry.com because they're trying to fucking find their roots and all that kind of shit. Like, I never really I, I thought much about it. I some shoes that say Nigeria at the bottom. Fuck no. And I don't hilarious. have any connection to Nigeria <laughs> whatsoever. I got nothing for them. But I may wear some shoes. They're customized, so they're in the cloud waiting for me to buy them. But at the bottom, it says Nigeria real big. So, you know, it's definitely... I think people are trying to find identities. All I know is 100%. everybody everybody wanted to be Jamaican when Cool Rangs came out. Bro, there's always like a cultural like shift. Anybody who was mildly Italian when The Sopranos was on became full-blooded. I'm from the old country. Bizarre. I say gabagool. You know what I mean? <laughs> like and then everyone in the early 90s if you even had if you were if you were from fucking San Fernando Valley and you moved somewhere else, you were like, I'm from L.A., dog. You got all gangster fucking white kids begging to wear Tours is L.A., dog. <laughs> like, dude, like, there, yeah. there's always called the early 90s, motherfucker. Everyone wanted to be black. Black was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. There was a Sopranos little era. Well, remember after Denzel's Malcolm X, everybody started wearing the X. 
Which really, fu- that was another thing that like a thing that like bothered me. It was a weird thing where I was getting all this information from pop culture, and then because I, I like to fucking get into the real shit. Like the minute I found out Tombstone was about real people, uh, I read everything I could <laughs> about Wyatt Earp and fucking, fucking Doc, Doc Holliday was my hero. Fuck, yeah, he should be because he's amazing. So I, I did similar stuff. So everyone's walking around with Malcolm X shirts, and you start reading about what he was talking about, and I was like. Why is everybody so down for this motherfucker? Like, it didn't make that much sense to me. He's trying. It, well, initially that message was about, "Yo, dude, fuck these fools. We can do it better. In fact, we should just go back to our space." And I was like, "But everybody's rocking his shit in this country." And as like a, a nine, twelve year old kid, I was like, "That doesn't make sense." It's like the first time you read like Karl Marx and like the Communist Manifesto, you go, "I don't understand what the beef is." <laughs> this sounds like a great fucking idea. And then, you know, context, a little bit of math, it starts getting a little clunky. But, yeah, I remember having, like, a big push of that, reading about what Malcolm, all these kind of people said. But, yeah, there's always a, a cultural push from pop culture, people trying to act this way. We watch it with the Kardashian. The little fucking twin sister is, like, a perfect example. That chick was a lanky fucking white girl when that show first came on. Now she's like a dark ethnic looking chick. It's like she looked like a fucking Irish Catholic fucking Boston twin <laughs> in the early episodes she was of that full show. Full on fucking Bruce Jenner. Yeah, daughter. now she looks like a fucking Brazilian chick. It's like what the yeah, fuck, bro? It's like, weird. That's what's happening. It's crazy. There's always like an influence. Hmm. Yeah, I just saw a fucking. Somebody posted something that was like, can we just talk about how beautiful... I don't, even, I don't know if it was Kylie or Kendall, whatever fucking one. But I was like, holy fuck, like, for real? Like, yeah, it looked like, like a fucking like a Brazilian fucking Instagram fucking model. Yeah, she's gorgeous. All the pictures I've seen of her, I'm like, she's beautiful. But that face and that frame and like the everything about it's her, different. her silhouette, it's not the lanky fucking white girl yeah. I saw fucking... What shit? Twenty years ago when that show first started, it was a long time ago, right? The um, yeah, that shit's crazy to me. Ah, it's not crazy. You see that across the board, but there's always those waves. It's funny. Mm-hmm. That show is crazy because it's a it's a complete exploitation. It's a woman who went married a dude. He dies. She marries a dude and gets into a. Uh, socialite community, right? Robert Kardashian dies. She has nothing, right? She gets with Bruce Jenner. He's kind of fallen off the edge too. You know, he's an Olympian or whatever. He's fine financially. He's a national but he's not, treasure. Yeah, but he's not no fucking body. You know what I mean? And then your daughter does a porn. It's the biggest exploitation of, of, of it's like the worst Girl, mother. I remember when Kim was on fucking, the planet. Yeah, no, it's like the worst mother on the planet. But they're they're being glorified in a show, and she has the nerve to be on this show, acting like you know, like it's just yeah, this is just like she's know, the matriarch of the family. You're fucking yeah, like you're fucking exploiting. Your daughters, you're you're their pimp. Could we say that yeah. like, about any crazy. fucking any parents of any any parent that ever no. supported I, any celebrity ever? If I saw a porn film with Rain as the star, Bro. It, it would just be like, all right, well that has to be because who who has that on their hard drive? 
who it, I would go into damage control mode. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's been done, but this needs to be masked as best as possible. Your, your fucking image and your who you are is on the line here. That's the first thing I would think. This woman thought the reverse. Yeah. Like, oh, sure. my daughter's beautiful. All right, how are we going to make money off of this? Yeah, I don't really, my, the husband's dead. I kind of, these kids are kind of on my fucking nerves because they're stopping me from going forward or whatever she was thinking that allowed her to allow that be the, this is going to be how we get in the game. Like, super fucking crazy. Yeah, I remember when... The first time I ever heard of Kim Kardashian was she was... Uh, before I even knew her name, she was like Paris Hilton's hot-ass friend. Cause remember Paris Hilton was like had that little shot of fame for a while? You know, I will say that Kim Kardashian's sex tape was better than Paris Hilton's. Because Paris Hilton was like a fucking lifeless... Inflatable fucking pool toy. I don't remember it at all. It was, she was so I, bad. It's gross. That was the first time I ever heard of Kim Kardashian. All those like red uh, carpet she did, little things. She did nothing before, you know what I mean? Like she didn't really do anything before. She was that. just hot. Right. She had a name. You know, she had a, a name that's been on well, TV. Well, you know, we're, we're criticizing uh, like. The career, if you can call it that, of Kim Kardashian, but it was really just a retelling of like Paris's. Paris was a socialite. She got caught up in some porn shit. They gave her that reality show with her friend, Nicole, and they just acted a fucking fool. Got famous with the reality show. The Kardashians did the same thing, just kind of like perfected it, extended it. What was their fucking stupid ass show called? They had like four different versions of it. Fuck, I forgot what it was called. But yeah, like that's me. so hot. Remember they were like pointed oh, phrases and shit? God. I remember that. So and, and that's when I saw who Kim was because those, the, you know, Paris was getting all the... She was in the same Access circle. Hollywood shit. Yeah. And, yeah, and Kim would be on the carpet with her every now and then. I was like, her fucking friend is fine. <laughs> I, dude, I, Kim's hot. Or I, I haven't seen her in a hundred years, but I remember during that little piece of time, I was like, dude... Fuck, I don't want to see that sex tape. Does the chick next to her have one? And, and then, then she got. Everyone's and then she like, got yeah. fucking. <laughs> she then, does actually. Then she got dicked down by Brandy's brother. That motherfucker made a song about that shit. <laughs> that's so funny. I yeah, just, I just can't get her. That's that's like that's like Liz. Like, say you die, right? And Liz, you know, Bobby is is like older now, and Liz is like, yeah, okay, well, if that's what you're gonna do, let's just go ahead and make money off that. Like, isn't that an awful woman? What's different about... See, no one does that when they when they see legacies and they it's see empires. Shit. Yeah, like, there's nobody, some nobody, shit. Nobody, it, Yeah, with your, with your, with with your, your daughters. At least but Dawn was grabbing one. strangers. Like, but, <laughs> she didn't stop at just one, though. She grabbed the whole fan band. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Let's make this what we do. Where I totally exploit my kids and their lives and it's going to be on TV and it's all they're ever going to know. That's she, the most evil she shit. She jumped on one a running train, bro. She's not thinking of it like that. But it's, after one, you well, could have had success with just Kim. Oh, I thought they were doing right? I thought that dash, been, that fucking store, they were like, Well, that okay, they right. got the that with, store. You know, they got that through the show. Like, yeah. the, these were all... They, they had that dash show in Beverly. They, they had that, that, that clothing shop in L.A. way before the show. That was what their money was at that time. 
before the show, They're they the ran. Melrose store? Or the... It's called Dash. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's That was their Melrose show Walmart. before. Bef- that was their little bread. They worked at this. Because I remember, dude, fucking. Whatever. I, who was I living with? One of the girls, Carrie, I think, used to, like, watch the first season of Kardashian. So I remember watching chunks of that first season. I never saw, like, the Kim and Chloe and, you know what I mean? All the different spinoffs. But I remember the first season of the OG show. And, uh... And their bitch-ass little brother? Yeah, they... Fucking... Well, then he got all, like, super fucking fat. It's so weird. That was another thing. Like, you know, like, I didn't check in on wrestling for, like, a decade at a time. So, like, I saw the first season of Kardashians and knew... Was it Rob? Yeah. He's the brother. And then fucking... One day on, like, YouTube or something during the recommended, somehow or another, like, his new 220-plus frame shows up. And I was like, that's not the same fucking dude. Like, that blew my mind. It was like the opposite of fucking Jack Osborne. Yeah. Dude, it's like the fucking the opposite of uh, Just Friends. <laughs> that fucking Ryan Reynolds movie. That fucking dude got thick in a, in a summer but he's like, yeah, but it's thick with two C's. <laughs> hey, have you, ever, have you ever noticed that like the, the 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 success of the Kardashians goes hand in hand with like the explosion of pornography? Like porn's always been big and low key, but what I've noticed is is that since Kim Kardashian's little tape. Porn has exponentially gotten better with way hotter girls, right? Well, so what that says to me is, is girls were at home being 12 and 13, watching the Kardashian show and saying, if that opportunity ever comes to me, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and you know what you get is you get shows like couch. you get backroom and you, you get the girls that you're really looking like. That's crazy. She didn't have to do this. That's here's, Kim Kardashian. Here's the thing. Whenever you know I, I see mean? a like, hot hooker in Las Vegas, there's a couple of different... We, we work right off of Fremont Street, and mm. her old office was right off Tropicana yeah, where there's a bunch. Yeah. yeah, there there's you know there's hookers in Vegas for sure. And it used to blow my mind when I would see like like a hot one where I was yeah. like, dude... When I was in that hotel, someone will bro. take care of your ass, dude. Like you do not need to do this. So the trip thing about prostitutes out here now is they don't. They're, it, well, the, some of them do, but they don't have that classic garb anymore. They look like regular girls, and like how how you have to tell them now is you know they just they give you a little look when they walk by. It's it's really strange. Like when I was over there at that, I forgot the name of the hotel, the Four Queens or some shit down downtown. Uh. I saw a couple of them, you know, girls that were just out every night. I'm like, oh, she's here every fucking night. That's definitely what she's doing, you know. But they don't have the classic leg out showing. They look like regular chicks. They got a backpack on. They don't got the price in chalk on their fucking foot. Exactly. (laughs) Flashing You kind of have to just know. Like, you kind of have to just know the little bull. So they would walk by and do, like, little, like, it's like a what's up look. Do you want to do something? But it's not... I think you're cute. I want to get your phone number. It's definitely like a. a it's very distinct, right? But but the would whole, you like to pay me for me to suck your dick? Exactly. <laughs> and, and this is what we were talking about. I was like, I do want to get one of them and just bring her up and make her read scripture, like one hour. But like right? filming for like some yeah. weird fetish thing. Like yeah, there's just no <laughs> sex, right? No no dick, no just all that stuff. One hour. I'm gonna. And pay then you. what do you say, girl? Yeah, I'm going to pay you your your deal, and we're going to read scripture for an hour. How much do you cost for an hour? Here's here's the thing, and, and this goes back to 
um, the Kim Kardashian tape, right? So you're absolutely right. There was a little bit of an explosion in the adult industry. As far as how hot they got. Like, porn was always so big. It, like, the... And everybody knows there's genres and subgenres to pornography. The amateur category got bigger. Berserk, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't attribute that to fucking Kim Kardashian. I attribute that to to boys. Two things. Boys that... Because remember, old porn, they were like... Movies and the plumber would the, show the, up. The actual girls themselves weren't yeah. that hot. Sure, they and, were. And, the, there and was a couple. Sure, they were. After, but those were the big name ones. Well, because that's how it was. After there Kim, was only like three or four though. But you that's know what, what I mean? it was. After so Kim, it, it it was no longer taboo for a woman to release a sex tape. Right now, oh, it was I, like, I definitely agree that there is a. There was there was a meeting with every fucking Hollywood agent like, hey man, this is an option now. This is remember how Ty was talking about, oh fuck, if this happened to my kid, I'd I'd jump right into damage control. Now there's a whole fucking culture of agents and managers who are like, hey dude, you know what? Your parents, your chick can let that, you know, hey maybe let a titty. We saw that on the Divas show. Where they were trying to manufacture like a fucking wardrobe malfunction. malfunction. Yeah. And they caught wind and they're like, hey, bitch, the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. Like, it's the same thing where there's managers out there like, you know what, dude? Maybe we release a little porno. That I definitely saw like just the taboo being broken and then the fucking, like I said earlier, that ice broke and that shit fucking fell through. Yeah, because like there's there was a, a, a major shift like... You can go back to as recently as like the Jenna Jameson era, right? Like if the last era she where she was like the last big one porn star, yes, like personified porn star. And like now, the girls that are 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 more are the girls that are more popular look like. Riley Reed or Lexi Bell. Regular chicks. They, they look like regular chicks. So we're like... That was the second yeah. part of what I was going to say. Right? I think it's... Old porn was really narrative-based. I think kids were just like, I don't... I need to fucking... There needs to... It needs to be more, like, real. Yeah. And then the idea of amateur porn... And here's the... Here. Reality Kings and Brazzers. Those guys blew the fucking roof yep. up. Bang bus. Fuck, dude. All that kind of shit. We're like... Dog, because regular porn stars, they're wearing fucking eye makeup. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, I can watch this movie, this weird naked movie with sort of a story. Or I can watch a chick who looks like the chick I look at at the fucking mall crawl into this van and fuck a dude like I would smash. Like, what are you going to click on, bro? Like, what are you going to prefer? Like, so I think those two things were... Regular porn was too narrative based and just got people got disinterested real quick because the overall attention span of young people has shriveled down to nothing the last three I mean, years. The, the heart and soul of porn, though, is how hot the chick is. Like, you I can, don't think that's true at all. I think it is totally true. Like, if you, you have, like, so what you're getting right now is these people that can drive around Miami and get a 10 out of 10 to get into a van and screw them, right? 
20 years ago, that was hard to do. If you, we rolled around with a camera trying to, trying to make some porn, we would succeed. There's plenty of girls around here that already have that in their brain. That if that ever came my way, I think I would probably do that. 20 years ago, they'd be like, I'm going to call the police if you don't get away from me. You know what I mean? Like, so it's much easier for these guys to make these, these shows, to do what they're doing because of the woman the has pitch. changed. Yeah, the pitch the isn't that crazy changed. anymore. Right, it's not a crazy thing. So, I mean, being super hot and getting caught on a porno, it's not the end of your life. You know what I mean? It might even just be the beginning of your life. And this is what they're kind of all thinking, you know? And then you throw in their... The empowerment of women throw in there that you know oh, my body i want my body seen you know you would you shane all that kind of bs mixed together it makes porn see i i've watched porn my whole life like even up to now even as a christian even as a non-christian even as a it's always been something i work on or i do i watch porn so they're uh it really has, dude, like from, from the time, even from 10 years ago, like the amount of hot girls that you can find every day. And, and before it used to be, even when like series started coming out, right? Like the bang bus and all that kind of stuff. It would be like a rotation of the same chicks. Now, yeah. now dude, they're complete. Every day I can click on and I will see a completely new face that is gorgeous. And a completely uh, yeah, new face. I think that is the same as music, though. I think you can take artists in music and porn stars and this new medium of instantly uploaded amateur content, and you can make the same analogy for the growth. Does that make sense? Like, oh, there's so many hot chicks and there's so much more. Now I can put on there's a different one every single time. All of art has kind of like, I hate to fucking, I don't, please don't let me branch art and porn together. But I think it's a similar thing where it's just that more easier to get a hold of. And I think you're right that there is a Kardashian effect where the guy with the camera, his pitch post Kardashian. It's fine. Isn't crazy. He's no. not getting slapped in the face. No. He might get laughed at and walked away. He also might get fucking high-fived and invited into the fucking van, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's different. So, I, I do believe that that... I think when you're talking about, like, the hotness and the uh, just the volume of chicks coming through, I think that's just because of what porn is now. It's primarily amateur. Name, yeah. Like, name, even, the, even the big porn companies are peddling produced amateur porn. It's still... Amateur porn? You know, like you know what I'm be, saying? To, to be the big porn star now, like Jenna Jameson or Tara Patrick, they weren't taking it in the ass in every scene, right? To be the big porn star now, you got to be drop dead gorgeous and do it all. That's well, another see, this, thing this that's one, completely different. This goes like, into my disagreement about what you said where like the, the quality of porn directly is concerned with you know, the hotness of the girl. I think porn is, a, is an attitude-based thing. Well, no, Does there's, that people make sense? That there's people that like their own little thing, but for the general, you know, the, 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 the in the club 50 cent appeal to everybody porn that comes out, like the, the girl has to be hot. And yes, there are people that like, you know, uh, that have fetishes that like certain things, but there's always the, the, like everyone likes Riley Reed. Everyone likes, you know, there's some girls that, because you can't deny them. I'm proud I have and, no idea who you guys are talking about when you guys say that. 
<laughs> Riley Reed is hot as fuck, but she's super fucking... Super slutty where it turns you off. Well, no, no, not super slutty, but, like, her over, like, just free fucking use of the N-word is really off-putting. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, It's weird. But when you're a porn star, you can do that. You know, you're in a different world. You're in a... So, you're in a different world. It's a different world now. Um, not a lot. I mean, there are some companies that are shooting and this is just part of like, you know, I, I, I was in, well, around the adult industry for, for a few years. I have friends, I have connections, um, a lot of companies, but there are some that are shooting right now. And with the slowdown in the industry earlier in the year has allowed for the regular woman to be the feature entrepreneurial. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I guess you would say, um, in sites like OnlyFans have really blown up. Um, you know, now you might see your fucking, uh, your, Coworker, right. three cubicles down from you, you know, you're yeah. like getting that brick. Yeah, not and like I have, I have friends that that have OnlyFans. You know, I'm, I'm friends with uh, Alana Evans and Joanna Angel. Um, uh, I've Lux seen lives. that before, and I don't necessarily understand what that is. So, like, when you're, let's say, like, when you're an OnlyFan, right? So she chooses who gets to see her porn. Is that no, no, no? OnlyFans is just the name of the platform. Um, not prioritize. What's the monetize? Yes, their amateur porn. So y- you put out your own content, like right. whether it's pictures or video clips, or you can record like a longer video. Right. Um, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like the OnlyFans is 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 just the name of the platform, but it's just a platform for women Chicks and men. Fucking eight by tens with their titties yeah. out or blowjob right. videos, whatever. No, the I've fuck seen you a lot want. of weird stuff where where there's this one girl who Request, has like a I'm whole guessing. series. No, she has a whole series on her mouth. Right, she's not yeah. doing anything. She's not sucking. She's not do. She's not doing anything. But the camera is just like she gives herself basically an oral exam on camera, and dudes are. And I'm like, this is weird. The porn's getting weird. Because yeah. like that's that's and still, here's, her mouth is pretty, but here's like, the thing: here, like you know. anything can be porn now, right? Um, I have true. I have friends. Anybody can be anything. Yeah, you know? I, I have friends on the platform. Like they don't even like they don't even get naked. Yeah, you know they're just you know they they'll eat lollipops all fucking day. Um, Those bitches one are of, brilliant. One son. of my one of my friends who who used to be. Uh, a cam girl um and you know would have like would sell like clips of herself and stuff like that pivoted her business you know i guess you would say but uh some guy one time paid for a custom from her basically just paid her to talk shit like look at the camera and talk shit to him directly how he's a piece of shit yeah, and he should dude, just hand bro. over all it's his money. Based, bro. You know? If it's a hot chick, so whatever. But he paid her a ton of money to do that. 
So now that's all she fucking does. Bro. It makes more than she was making when she was fucking herself with a purple dildo. Those feet model cam girls are like, I'm like, you're brilliant. You just sit at home and videotape your fucking feet and guys are fucking buying moments and contributing to your fucking Amazon wish list. Like, that's that, bananas that's, that's to me, bro. That's all going to come to an end when they figure out how to humanize the dolls, dude. Like, it's over. Like, when they when they figure out how to make the sex doll not just be stuck in one bro. pose, you know what I mean? Like, like, we talked like about men, it all the time. Like, like when, men when aren't going to need a woman anymore. It's going to be weird, when, Yeah, so when Westworld exactly starts what happening, of. bro, we're all in for one. As a religious person, as a person who uh, goes through cultural ideals and these different kind of historical precedents when it comes to like morality and is sin real? Is there any objective moral values? Like all these kind of like gnarly, you know, concepts. Westworld is such a great show to bounce those ideas off of because it's exactly kind of what we're talking about. What Ty mentions is like, dude, when it when robots are real enough to pass off where you don't have enough motivation to get a better car or a better job or but all the stupid shit we've been doing for a thousand years yeah. to make a girl go, I'll fuck that guy. Yeah. When all that's out, out the, the trouble because we can just make a single purchase. Yeah. And that's done. Right. But then there's a piece of me that, you know, okay, well let's tie that into uh, the bigger human picture. And if I if I'm sure of anything when it comes to humanity, it always has to get bigger. It always has to get better. So right now in the space we're in right robot. now. Yeah. Get a, get a different Upgrade. looking robot. Exactly. Because exactly. you're, you're going to do the same thing with the human it's always moment. It's always revolving upwards. You're actually being a good guy because I'm not going to do this to a human. I'm not going to hurt a woman like this. Like there's going to be guys that go, I identify as a fucking schmuck that bangs bitches and moves on and moves on and moves on and moves on. Hey, this cures that. I just buy a new robot. You know what? My it's robot Vicky. for me. Bitches don't get hurt. You know what I mean? Like My robot Vicky <laughs> has got a better fucking grip than you do. She just doesn't talk back. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Not- I, can, I can program her to say all the stuff I like her to say. Yeah. And do all the stuff that I like. And then let's throw Have in Have you like, watched Westworld at all? I Someone tried. Treat to, your motherfucking self, dog. Someone tried. The first yeah. two seasons of that show... The first season is enough. The second yeah. one's amazing, but it's not absolutely necessary. But like a brilliant performance fuck with by that Anthony show, Hopkins. bro. Yeah, you'll be like, okay, there's been some really high level thinking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's gangster. But all that stuff is real. I almost I, I'm, I say that with with enthusiasm, a little bit of fervor, is because I I almost can't wait. You know what I mean? Because it's like. Really, that's what think about what dudes do with their lives. Like when a guy has, it always gets bigger. Though. Right, you you're we're progressive. You as say human beings. get another doll. Yeah. So okay, here here's here's my mind. Devil's advocate for the position. I'm tired of dolls. About. I want another human bitch again. Yeah. So here's a guy. Here here's a predator. Yeah, exactly. Here's yeah. a predator. A guy who he's come to the grips where he's like, I'm it's, kind it's of a piece of shit. Me. What's that? It won't be as many. It'll you know it'll be one human. This will curb it. This will yeah, curb it. It'll, it'll make it way better. It won't be twenty women with it, broken hearts. It'll just be like three, and the rest are robots. See, I always take it to like a more fucking like morose place where it's like I'm talking about like 
motherfucker, like rape motherfuckers, like guys who fucking straight merc bitches, like, cause that's a thing. <laughs> and, uh, so those guys who come to grips that their urges are fucking gnarly. And when they unleash these urges onto their community, people get hurt in a very, very real way. Sometimes even murdered. Hey, he can't help it. He was born like he identifies as that. He was born that way. He can't help it. You gotta let him do it. This is what this is what He's a this is what file. Douglas Murray's talking about when he goes, Where's the fucking adults in the room when a kid starts talking like that where you grab him real quick and go, That's fucking crazy. Like, uh, I don't know. And you know no, what's he, funny? He Someone there's a murder. million people in the world that would have just heard what I just said and they went, How dare him? Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Or is it not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I've been all really fucking dark lately because I went on this crazy YouTube fucking thing where I started watching like confession interrogations and listening to like crazy ass 911 fucking calls. So I have absolutely no faith in humanity right now. I'm talking about I'm, I'm, I'm watching I'm listening to videos of fucking Guys plot on their wives' murder, women and their new boyfriends plotting on their husbands' murder. I listen to fucking 911 calls of women killing their kids to get back at their ex. Listen, dude, there is no relationship that is sacred. This whole fucking thing is nonsense. And honestly, I already came at my recent obsession with these videos (laughs) from a biblical place and a Christian ideal. And all it's done to me is made me go, you know what? Jesus, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I cling on to him and his promises and that holy word so much more. Because like like I said, you watch these videos of these these teenagers that are killing schoolmates, man. Like I'm not talking about like school shootings. I'm talking about, I watched a fucking video of this kid, these two boys in a car. They're recording in 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 the car and they're joking. They're kind of chill. They're driving and the video starts and he goes, hey, okay, guys. Like he's doing a fucking YouTube video. I'm not joking. All right, guys. Uh, we figured out our first victim. It's going to be Cassie. Uh, I know she's our friend, but, you know, everyone's got to make sacrifices. Bro, he's talking about murdering this girl he's known. She's in a big dark house. She's babysitting a kid, so it's perfect. We just got to break into that back door. We left it unlocked. So all we got to do is wait for her to come home. This is real. The videotape cuts. The videotape starts back up. They're back in the car and they're fucking losing their mind. Yo, bro, I can't believe it. I just slit Cassie's throat. Bro, you just killed Cassie, dude. Oh my God. Okay, we got to get our shit together. These guys went to school with this woman. There's another confession (laughs) that I watched where this guy's talking about. This guy's fucking known this chick since they were kids. This chick, the story in town was that she found a shoebox full of cash. And he found out about that. And him and his buddy plotted murdering her. His buddy, who didn't actually do the killing but helped move the body, went to fucking prom with her. Her prom date. Her prom date and his best friend... Her friend also went to her house, hung out with her, went back to her house, choked her out while he's describing the murder to his friend goes, I picked her up from behind. I choked her out. She pissed herself. She tried to scream my name and then she passed out. I was really worried about the dog. That's the only thing I was worried about. But dude, this dog just straight sat there and watched as I murdered her. 
So she was kind of convulsing. I put a sock down her throat so I didn't want her throwing up everywhere. And then I plugged her nose and just put the timer on my phone. And then she died about 30 minutes later. He went to school with this woman, this girl. And now this dad has to hear this confession tape, this, this, this hidden camera. Bro, I'm talking about... It's fucked out there, dog. This, I can go on for fucking days. I had four days off of work <laughs> for this little holiday. And for some fucking reason, I dialed into this crazy YouTube fucking rabbit trail of insane 911 calls, crazy interrogations and confessions. And I've come to the conclusion, you know, don't take it too serious, but fuck everybody, dude. Like, you don't know. You don't know. Listening to wives get hitmen to kill their husband. These guys, they're just at work doing their fuck, having a day. You don't know. You know your wife? You don't know your fucking wife. Bro, I watched fucking 9,000 different fucking tapes of these kids who hired hitmen to kill their parents because they wanted the house. Or they're pressuring me a lot and I don't want to go to college. So I just thought, and these fucking kids are having their parents killed. Or killing them themselves. Ball pin hammers to the noggin of your mom while she's at the computer. I stood over her for like five minutes trying to figure, you know, uh, 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 uh. the adrenaline was so hot. I just, I did it. I did it. And I was, I was, it was like a rush, bro. It was crazy. Like they're excited. They're proud. Like their lives are so empty and bored that they strung for this experience at this level. It's dude. There's so many things socially about it that fucking freaks me out. Uh, but ultimately, I, I, I came... I mean, I hate to sound so uber annoying Christian, but it really made me lean into Jesus, the cross. Like, he's never let me down. There's never been a promise in the, in the Holy Scriptures, in the Word, that has ever been... I've ever found experientially to be bullshit. He's always been there. Like, when he says, I'm the way, the truth, the life... Put the yoke on me. My weight is light. But all of his promises, all the truth claims by the king of the universe, lean into those. Because the people around you, we do our best. I love everyone in the garage. I'm not fucking crazy. I don't think anyone's plotting to murder me. But overall, fuck people. <laughs> if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. fuck people. Fuck, fuck you guys. Like... And I'm saying that, fuck you guys, in context to how serious I take my king. Do you know what I mean? Well, the, the, the same fuck thought, you guys, I'm going to do him first. And I got to tell you, the guys who took that demeanor, they end up okay. There's this weird kind of presence about them. They shine. They have this odd confidence. I'm trying to be one of the holy ones Paul talks about. I ain't trying to deal with any of this worldly bullshit. Everything we've been talking about has been like just all these different kind of investigations of, of the world and yeah. all these all these descriptions of these specific avenues of thought from art, relationships, politics. It's all fucking nonsense. Please investigate the king. Pick up the book. Talk to someone who knows about it. I'm begging you because if you're losing out on it, if you feel the same kind of angst and the same kind of like, fuck are we doing here? There's a lot of hopelessness that comes with these things that I've been watching. 
But again, it kind of makes me go back into, boy, do I love the king. And I'm glad he loves me. And I'm glad he keeps an open gate for anyone who wants to take a knee and make a change. Free fully go. Get in, get, uh, get part of the kingdom. Because this world is a fucking mess. <laughs> For real. Ugh. Just don't be taking that knee during the anthem. I mean, fucking do what you want. I don't, <laughs> I don't even care anymore. So I'm saying, these tapes got me all fucked up. Nothing it's bothers all me anymore. It's all meaningless. I'm, dude, Everything I'm, I'm Solomon and Ecclesiastes. We were yeah. talking about earlier. It's all bullshit. Yeah. That's any, fucking any, any, any hilarious. Smart person, any smart person is going to get stuck on Ecclesiastes for a little bit. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're going to get stuck on it for like years. And I did it for, for, for a few years, first few years. When I first I stumbled on it, I was like, dude, this is hilarious. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, this is the wisest person in, the, in history. Telling you that it's all bullshit. Talking about from the, from the beginning of humanity to the end of humanity, this will be the he wisest He knew the most. Yeah. Right. He knew the most. And he was the wealthiest, you know. Now I don't know about numbers to numbers, but compared to other humans at that time, he had more money. He had queens coming to visit him. Yeah, people. You're talking to, about pussy. You're talking about money. You're talking about influence. Ever, ever Think of all want. the shit that makes yeah. you feel powerful. This guy's at the top of the fucking mountain. He has it all, and he governs it all. Yeah, and he right? writes a book about how everything is makes bullshit. No fucking sense at all. Wisdom is nonsense. Like, I even tried wine. I even tried this. I even tried to be a drunkard. I tried to be an idiot. I tried to be this. It's just all so... It, it, dude, it's the funniest fucking thing. You make a ton of bread. Your kid fucks it up in the next... <laughs> dude, yeah. it is hilarious. It's the if, you, if, you can, if you can read Ecclesiastes and translate the text through your funny fucking homie, yeah. it's the best book ever. And, of course... The end of the book, because you're reading it, it's a book in the Bible, and you're just like, so fuck, man, this is pretty gnarly. Like, what, what's the point? And he goes, none of these things mean shit unless the king is at the center, which is kind of what I'm talking about this last little bit. It's all bullshit. But if you have any sort of plot and the king's at the center, now we're, now we're cooking with gas. Now there's something to it. Now we're building eternal things in heaven, things that... Don't break, like what are you talking about? Things that the moths can't get, yeah. things that don't break down. You know what rust. I mean? Like yeah, the, the shit rust, that the, the shit that fucks eat. up. Yeah, shit. This world deteriorates, yeah. but if you build on my word, these are things built in eternity. He's not fucking around. It's real. Oh, no one takes it serious. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm You know what's fucked up I'm is that dead I, think, serious I think about that people, too. I think if people understood cuz I think a lot of people just don't understand what they're reading. You know, what 100%, I mean? like how bro. could you go by Ecclesiastes and not like genuinely laugh? Unless yeah. you have, unless you just don't have any like life experience or you don't have any, you know what I mean, but like how can you not read that and and not go, this is fucking hilarious. This guy knew this 2,000 years ago. But I mean, I can see how people... He says in that book, there's yeah. nothing new under the sun. Right. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, there's nothing new under the sun. And then people don't realize that this guy's coming from a, a very, uh, you know, from, wh- from where he's coming from. It's Son the, of the warrior King David. Yeah, like, like, people just don't really get the whole thing. You see the words... 
but you don't get the whole. We uh, gotta contextualize it. That's what yeah, I get into that a lot with stuff. So pick up that book, pick up Ecclesiastes, and read it. Take out all the whimsical. Take out all the religiosity. Take out all the spiritual. Take out he all the even Christianity. Talk about anything That's in what that, I mean, though. That. Well, I'm just talking in, to people in, oh, okay. who are picking up the book. Yeah. Pick up Ecclesiastes like it's a regular, short like it's a regular book. fucking book. Yeah. But here's the thing: without going into fucking if figuring out if it's true or it's bullshit, pick up that book and go. This was written by, and just take this as truth, whether you believe it or not. But go into the reading of this book. With the understanding that the guy who wrote this is the smartest ever. He's, he's got the most wisdom. He's wise. And he's got worldly experience that we can't fuck with. Like we mentioned, you're talking about power, prestige, all these things that we yearn for. This guy was that guy. The Queen of Sheba came through and took a knee. You know what I mean? Like it's He's a big deal. Now take this worldview commentary from... This individual, and just read it under that kind of auspice, dude. It's like he said, it it'll make you fucking laugh because the whole time he's talking about sense of humor, money, work ethic, all these things we think is such a big deal. He goes, it's all fucking nonsense. And then at the very end, of course, unless Yahweh, in our case, post Jesus resurrection ascension, Jesus Christ, like. Unless this Godhead, this Trinity Godhead, is at the center of your sense of humor, of your work ethic, of your productivity, of your wisdom, of your everything. Unless he's at the center, it's a big, fat, fucking waste of time. And it sounds obtuse, but my goodness, the older I get, the more I'm like, yo, man, this fucking, these 66 books, this divine literature, this sacred library set aside by our creator, created preserved for thousands of years to reveal his nature and ours take it serious i'm begging people it's really like if, if people read ecclesiastes you see at the end of not the end but the end of the the story or what he's trying to get you to see is is that all you can do as a human being is eat drink and be married don't don't aspire for much more than that you know what i mean like that's really because he's, he's, he's basically saying <laughs> i've got everything and it kind of sucks. You know what I mean? I've got everything and it kind of, but, but if, if, if I could be simple or no, sorry, it's eat, drink and enjoy your work. That was it. So eat, drink, enjoy your work. He's like that at the end of all, I've traveled the earth. I've had the finest linens, finest women, finest this, the best things in the world are those three things. And I was like, that's, that's kind of funny. He just simplified all of the complexity of, of the world. Truly a changing book for me. Um, not just for the entertainment value, but actually what he's saying. Like my world was very complicated for a long time. And that book just made it, yeah, what can a man so eat, drink, and enjoy what you're doing for, for working? Yeah, you would be pretty happy. You know what I mean? You would be pretty like optimistic now. You would be kind of like, because you, you don't have expectations. You don't have like, oh, I've got to get this, and I've got to get these shoes, and I've got to get that. Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Prioritize those three things with Christ at the center. You will be fucking fine. He says, even until you get there, though. Like, he's saying, on your ride here as a human, like, that's all you can really do. Is eat, drink, and enjoy what you're you're doing as far as your work goes. You know, that's all you can do. That was what really stuck with me in that, that book. It was like, yeah, it's really all you can do. 
And also, read World War Z by Max Brooks. <laughs> so that'll uh, that'll do it for this week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our bullshit. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Woo! Bye.